Welcome to The Success Scenario. I'm your host, Dustin Abrego. On The Success Scenario, we meet and hear from current LCC students, people just like you who have faced challenges, why they chose LCC, and how they turned their situation into a successful one. Hello, hello, and welcome back to The Success Scenario. I'm your host, Dustin Abrego. This week, I'm joined with... Dar Pung. Good to see you. For everyone else that doesn't know you, because we've been working together for a minute, tell people a little about yourself. Is this your first time in college? Yes, this is my first college. Straight out of high school, then you came here? Yep, from Waverly to LCC. Going to college in general can be a big transition for anyone. What was that like for you? Uh, Waverly is a pretty small school. (laughs) So, I mean, it's big, but it's small. It feels small. (laughs) Gotcha. Coming here, it's like a lot of walking and a lot of schedule keeping more than Mm -hmm. usual. From high school anyway. Do you work as well as being a student or? Yeah, I work with Balance MI skills. They Mm -hmm. work with higher needs students across the state. So what do you do there? Uh, I help facilitate classes and get events together so higher needs students can get together and talk to each other. Okay, that sounds like fun, doing some social stuff like that. What are you studying? What's your current like major plan or like where are you at with that? Because this is your second year, right? Yep. This is my second year. I'm going to get my general associate's degree and then go work for a little bit. Mm -hmm. And then I'll decide if I want to go back to school or not. Sounds great. When we first started working with each other and meeting with each other and again, coming out of high school, not 100% sure what you wanted to do and everything overall. What was that like for you when you first came in? Overwhelming, Mm -hmm. to say the least. The biggest challenge was scheduling. Like from high school, you have all these people that kind of like micromanage you. And then coming to college, like not even a like a big er college, but a community college and being like, okay, make your own schedule, get to classes on time, get your own ride here. <laughs> I do agree with you of you saying that like when I've worked with students or heck even myself, the bell goes off, you go to this place, people tell you where to go, don't stay in the hallway, do whatever. And then we come to college or the workforce or whatever. And we're like, all right, hey, it's all on you now. Mm-hmm. All right, bye. See you later. And you're like, we didn't practice this. This was not yeah. <laughs> like, I know how to do fire drills. I know how to stand in line. Like you taught me all that stuff. But like, where's the like, I do this on my own type deal, right? Yeah, absolutely. So coming out of the pandemic, you were fully online at that point? Or what did that look like for you? So I in high school had a 504 borderline IEP for anxiety. And I thought, well, if I'm going to go to college, I'm going to be a fully online student and just try to graduate that way. And then as I got more confident in myself, I think I realized, hey, I need to do this college thing more seriously, like take myself seriously and Mm. do needs that I need. Can you like elaborate a little bit more like what you said, like take yourself seriously? I think people my age kind of just do what people tell them to do. And you got to look inside yourself and be like, hey, this is what I need right now. And I think, like I said, a lot of people my age don't do that. Do you think it's maybe because they're never asked? They're scared of it. I don't have to worry about that today. I mean, for me, that was like, I'll figure that out tomorrow. And then that kept happening until I was like 24. And I was like, oh, this is my life panic Mm -hmm. (laughs) so was there like a certain thing for you it wasn't my family like forcing expectations but more like I was forcing expectations I was first gonna be an auto mechanic and then I figured out nope I don't want to do that because I wasn't respecting myself so I took a second year during high school of the career center Mm -hmm. 
I regret that a lot because I could have done something way different. You regretted like trying something and being like, yeah, I like this. And you're like, oh, I was lying. I don't like that at all. Exactly. Okay. When we first met, though, were you still going down that path? The first half of the semester, I was an automotive student, but just taking my gen eds. And then I switched my major over to general associates. Mm -hmm. And then I switched it to teaching. And then last semester, I figured out, nope, I don't think I want to teach. Mm -hmm. Like, I like helping students in high school, but I think I need a team more. And that's not saying, like, high school doesn't have a team, but you're by yourself in the classroom with, like, 24 kids Mm -hmm. or 30. So having a team of, like, you know, figuring out what works for you, what doesn't. Was it hard maybe changing your major a few different times? I feel like people either are like, hey, it's the flavor of the week. I don't care. See you later. Or they're like, if I change this, I can't not do something like this. I think um, people get stuck on their major. Hmm. They choose a major and then they assume they have to stay with it the whole time. I don't think that's correct. I think you got to try things out for yourself. You're younger. It's your time. Just Mm -hmm. try things out before it's too late. Yeah. I totally agree with you. This is your time to be like, nope. Make mistakes. It's fine. You know, you make a mistake, you move on. Yeah. And like, you don't want to go into it and then be like, oh, wait, I hate this. Yeah, (laughs) absolutely. And I think it's really just being honest with yourself and like, Sometimes you're like, I really don't like this. Mm -hmm. And people will be like, it's the instructor. It's this. It's whatever. And it's like, do you like doing this? And it's like. Yeah, I don't think that uh, gets asked often enough. It's always (laughs) someone else's fault. Okay. And then, but you really, you really just need to look inside yourself. Be like, okay, is it me? Mm -hmm. Because if I'm not liking this, then it could be any amount of reasons. Yeah, no, totally for sure. How did you go about prioritizing yourself as a student? Like you said, you're very like maybe of the high school mindset because you were coming out of high school. That makes Mm -hmm. total sense, right? And then trying to pick stuff for yourself. How did you go to prioritizing doing great like you are now? I know that you're doing well. So I actually got my family to do an online calendar on my phone. Okay. A calendar that updates real time and mm-hmm. everyone puts their stuff in, okay. including classes. I think that really helped having a calendar or like a book or something to keep track of your time. And also, like we talk about a lot, putting time for yourself because I struggle <laughs> yeah. with that a lot. What was it like before you did the calendar? Oh, it was chaos. <laughs> it literally, I'd be like, oh, do I have class today? I don't know. It's like the first week and I'm unsure. And then I would like write it down on note cards and I had Mm -hmm. lost the note cards and yeah, yeah, it was just chaos. It's only me and you in the room recording right now. But Mm -hmm. like when I laugh, I wasn't laughing at you because you just stared off into the abyss. You went, that was the before time. Like that was the (laughs) way that like you treated it. And it was like, I would rather not. So now having the schedule and everything, was Mm -hmm. it like it flipped a switch for you and it was all over from that point? Or was it like a slow lead up after you even started getting the counter? Because you didn't just do it yourself. You went. Hey, family, which is a whole other hurdle of like life and like getting along with family. It's just the thing, right? It's family, right? So like. Yeah. So I talked to my dad and I'm like, we need a calendar that isn't on the wall because you can't look at the wall when you're, you know, (laughs) somewhere else. (laughs) Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. (laughs) He's like, yeah, no, that makes sense. So we researched it and then found Cozy actually Mm -hmm. is the app Mm -hmm. I use. 
other than just saying like, hey, we need this. Was there like pushback from family at first? Again, not looking to throw your family under the bus. That's not, <laughs> that's, that's not what I'm asking. It's just like. I'll throw them under a bus. Uh, oh, OK. Perfect. <laughs> for any of the other people that do listen to this, like that's the whole point is like talking with students that like are maybe like, oh, you know, I've tried that, too. And then people were like, no, no, no. These reasons X, Y, Z. Were they resisting at first? What was it? It was actually not doing it. Like, oh, I just forgot to. I'm like, just do it when you think about it. And then it becomes a habit. Like, mm -hmm. I think that's the biggest thing is making habits that stick. Because it takes like, I think it's like 21 or 27 days to make a habit. Mm -hmm. And it takes about three days to break it. Is it only three days to break it? It's really low. Oh, that's uncomfortable. Okay. It's, <laughs> it's maybe not three days, but like really low to like get out of a habit. So at this point now... Have the family held you accountable when you sometimes oh, forget? Yes. Oh boy, how's that go? <laughs> it's um, it's kind of like you're looking at them. And they're like, "You forgot to put this in the calendar," and I'm like, "Oh shoot, I told you that like three months ago." <laughs> and it's like, "Okay, all right." We recognize that it's not your birthday because you didn't put it in the calendar, and you're like, "Uh, I get a cake, right?" Okay, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> okay. When I say prioritize calendar, very easy one, right? Make makes sense. Right. Come to mind. How do you prioritize, I guess, yourself or yourself as a student? Because those are like two things. And we've talked mm -hmm. about that several different times. I know this won't work for some people, but mm -hmm. um, making sure your work schedule isn't too overwhelming. Some people need to work more hours to, you know, make ends meet. I'm fortunate enough not to be in that situation. Sure. Like I took classes on Mondays and Wednesdays and then on Tuesdays and Thursdays I can work. comes back to the schedule thing. But I think the other thing is um, as a student, recognizing that it takes a certain amount of work per day. It's like a budget of time. Mm -hmm. Maybe you have like three hours before work. Well, maybe yeah. you need to take half of that and do some homework and then take the other half and do something for yourself. That way you're not like overwhelmed and just working seven days a week on schoolwork and work. 100% I think when you explain that of like oh well I'll just like work for seven days and whatever and I was like you're gonna hate this mm -hmm. like why would you choose to do something and then that's just gonna further demotivate you and this is coming from a person that like made the wrong choices many a years in college and it is like the habit thing like you talked about too like you're gonna fall off sometimes and that's okay because now you know oh I can also get back on going back to what you were saying about how this allotment for time and you said I know that I pushed this phrase on you but like time for yourself can you right. explain to other people what that means or what that means to you I guess so everyone else understands so I know we talked about it a lot because I struggled with me time mm. mm -hmm. so when we first were talking it was like okay how much time did you take for you I'm like oh I took like 15 minutes uh, this week and you're like that's not enough you know, I remember you saying that just straight up, just <laughs> snapping it out. That's not enough. And I'm like, oh, OK. I'm, <laughs> I care about you. And that's why I was very straightforward. I'm sorry. No, I love uh, it. I love it. <laughs> Sometimes um, you just need that bluntness. How did you take that when I said that? It's a slap in the face for sure. And then you feel embarrassed, but you get over yourself and then you, you realize, hey, maybe I need to do that. And when I'm saying that, I'm also like, I'm telling you, stop working, go do something fun for an hour. Mm -hmm. You were describing it as a slap in the face, which is fair. But also I'm saying, go have fun. And you're like, 
how dare he? <laughs> how dare he tell me to chill out for an hour when you are doing that in the best practice? Because I don't do it the best either every day, right? Sometimes mm-hmm. things happen. You're like, oh, my gosh. But when you're like doing stuff for yourself, what does it look like for you? Because it's different for every person. For me, it's The Sims. I'll set a timer, 30 minutes, and then, you know, play with the little family or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then I'll be like, okay, back to reality. Okay, get back to work or whatever. But I make sure to take at least an hour a day mm-hmm. if I have the time. Yeah, of course. But try to prioritize, like, mm-hmm. me time. And that doesn't include basic needs. Yes. <laughs> so, like, showering, eating, sleeping, yeah. that is not the hour. Uh-huh. That's not allowed. Uh-huh. Except if it's a bubble bath, because, you know, I like bubble baths. Hey, hey, own it. yeah that doesn't count (laughs) sure yeah i guess if we're like referencing like when we first started talking about this and i was like eating and sleeping required to be alive Mm -hmm. that doesn't count and then also this i imagine that just trying to wrap your head around like i don't say the chaos but like if it's not written down it might feel like chaos basically you need to fit these other things in as well where you're just like i can't do that that's unattainable that's unrealistic when you first said it to me, it was like a shock because I, <laughs> it truly, because yeah. in high school, you're just taught to work through it mm-hmm. and just keep going, keep going, keep going. Mm-hmm. And then you crash and they're like, well, why did you crash? When you said that, it was a shock because it was like, oh, I got to take care of myself and not just basic <laughs> needs, like actual <laughs> mental needs. Yeah. I feel like this is like outing myself and like this is going to be like, well, Dar testified that like you were not a very nice person and you actually, <laughs> are, um, but asking those questions because like, I probably said this before at some point of like, do you think you're worth an hour of the day? Cause I think all of us, like if we do like our culture and we go like, Oh, American dream. And it's like, well, I burn myself out and then I go sit on a beach, but then I'm also like twitching there non-functioning because I right. burned myself out so hard. I was like, that sounds awful. Like, why would I do that? Like, that you're, you're just worrying about what work you have to do when you get back. Because it doesn't shut off. You act like right. you can suddenly have a different habit. I'm not going to like untie my shoe and then retie it in a way I've never done it before. Right. Like, I can't do that. Like, I think when we first were talking, you started and I recommend a success coach all the way through. <laughs> like success coach, <laughs> academic advisor, mm-hmm. go to them, mm-hmm. make appointments. Even if you know what you're doing with your classes or your goals, meeting with those people and actually like talking it out is so helpful. And then if there's a flaw in the plan, you catch it. I recommend it all the way. Thank you. But <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for my job. Uh-huh. <laughs> but uh, you kept saying it over and over and over. Take you time. Take you time. Take you time. It became a habit of taking me time. And then I would always be excited to report to you. <laughs> oh, look, I made a Sims family and did a challenge in the Sims for like an hour. And then I got back to work and I was so productive. And I think that's exciting to hear for you. Oh, my God. Yeah. But also <laughs> it's exciting to hear for me to be succeeding at goals and then mm-hmm. like looking forward to telling people, hey, I did that. Mm-hmm. And if you don't succeed at your goals, it's still like, again, make mistakes and then move on. The only time you don't succeed is when you give up, keep moving and having that momentum. And Mm -hmm. like when someone is super stressed out, like, yes, it is fulfilling for me in the sense that I'm helping you maybe get over like a mental hurdle of different things because I didn't do the work. (laughs) I, I, to be honest, it's going to make it sound like I didn't do anything, but I'm like, 
all I did was like write it out and kind of show it on a mirror. And I go, you said this, did you say this? And you went, Nope, that's not me. And I go, this is what you told me. And you go, crap. <laughs> uh, Cause ultimately the end of it is you're going to graduate mm-hmm. thrilled, right? Mm-hmm. It's going to be super great. We're not going to work together anymore in the future. Right. And like, that's okay. But you now have all the systems and things that you can do for what you do in the future. And you know how to scale the system and do things in different ways. Like if I were to be like, oh, it was all inside you. Everything was a dream and everything. (laughs) But like you are the same person that you are now. You're still the person that I met. But I think this person was in you. Right. And maybe you didn't believe it. But like I was like, no, you can do this. And you're like, nope. And I'm like, yeah, you'll be fine. It'll be right. It'll be right. You're okay. It'll be fine. It'll be right. So what is something that since your time being a student that you're proud about? I wrote a really awesome paper that Professor Clower, just going to call her out, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. She, um, she's like, submit this to the land scholars. And I, and I won. When was this? I did the presentation uh, last week. I was going to say, I was like, I have not heard of this. I'm very excited. So first of all, I came here to LCC, not a good writer. And then through multiple professors, I got better. I think I peaked at writing this paper about Mary Oliver, who's my favorite poet. She's super cool. Also, she's uh, has a partner that's a woman, so it's mm-hmm. like perfect, perfect mm-hmm. gay stuff. I love it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, so I wrote about her because my dad had just broken up with his fiance, and I like really loved her a lot. Mm-hmm. So like we read this poem, and it's like you could cry right now, but you also can move on and do great things. And I was like, oh, yeah, I need that right now. So I wrote about her. And then my professor's like, hey, could you submit this? Because this is really good. And then I won the, the sco- I'm one of the scholars for the land contest out of like nine. So like That's it's across so awesome. community colleges across the state. So I'm really proud of that. I'm also really proud of helping my other students like other people in my Mm -hmm. class Mm -hmm. like my last semester I was like the notes person in one of my classes that (laughs) but that feels good because I showed up to almost every class and they're like oh shoot I I, you know I had work this day can you give me the notes that day Mm -hmm. and like helping other students out that's that feels good that's so cool I'm I'm like grinning like an idiot. I'm really happy over here for you. But like, because when you were like, oh, I a paper and like a scholarship and stuff, I was like, you don't like writing papers. Nope. And I was like, excuse, like I'm thrilled, but I was like, who? Dart really? Like sweet. Okay, that's so cool. Like, is there like more rounds of it moving forward? Is it you're just like a scholar of this now? Or yeah. Like, how does that work? I think cause I'm still talking with my professor sure. about it. I get this like award in the mail or whatever, mm-hmm. and it's just fancy and I get to put it on my resume. <laughs> That's so, so cool. Yeah. I think it's really cool. I mean, everyone else like had this really scientific paper that they did. <laughs> and then I pop up and like, hey, you know, Mary Oliver isn't actually a romanticism poet. And then I <laughs> and everyone's just like, oh, because everyone else's was like, here's some proof to back that up. And I'm like, what if we did analysis? Oh, and that felt good because, like, mine was very different. But also I was freaked out because everyone else before me was like, here's some facts. And I'm freaking out over here, shaking in my boots. I'm like, oh, boy, here we go. So when the teacher called you up or the instructor or whatever, you were like. Yeah, I went from shaking in my boots to standing confidently in them. So. So here's a more deep question I think we talked about. What would you tell first semester self knowing what you know now? 
take in-person classes. Really? Okay. You know what? If online works better for you, that's fine. Yeah, sure. But I think you should at least have one in-person class just to try it out, just so you can have that interaction with people. Mm -hmm. Because I was a fully online student for like a year. Yeah, And it felt okay because I had like online real time, Mm -hmm. but it wasn't the same. And then I had to take an in-person one Mm -hmm. and it changed my whole view. Would you first semester you have listened? Nope. (laughs) Absolutely not. Why not? I'm very stubborn. Oh, okay. So (laughs) you're like, I already know that. No, 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 no. no. So no, I get very stubborn and set in my ways. Mm -hmm. I actually am diagnosed with OCD. So when I'm set on something, it's just Mm. over. Like it's hard to get me to change it. And I'm really flexible now. But high school me would have. Really? Yeah. I was so set in my ways that mm-hmm. no one could talk me out of it. And then I started getting more flexible. Actually, I was taking classes through MRS, mm-hmm. Michigan Rehabilitation Services. Mm-hmm. One of the things they talked about was flexibility. And they basically called me out. They're like, <laughs> hey, they're like, hey, so you got to be more flexible. And I'm like, oh, OK. And I'm rocking back and forth. I'm like, no, <laughs> reality's breaking. <laughs> <laughs> so then you were like, if I say no to this, then I'm not flexible. And then we're like, they got me. <laughs> they, yep. got, they, figured out. They, they figured me out. <laughs> so no, we, I worked on it really hard. Just being like, okay, change the plans by 15 minutes. Starting with that. Cause again, I have diagnosed OCD. Yeah. Doing like 15 minute changes in your schedule just to throw yourself off and be like, okay, it's fine. It's only 15 minutes. Yeah. That really helped. I don't remember that you, I mean, we've been working together for over a year. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't remember you sharing that with me. So thank you for sharing mm-hmm. yeah, overall. Um, and to your point and not minimizing in any way, but like, I only viewed you as being set in your ways with like coming to class in person. But like, I also knew that like you, like a bunch of other high schoolers were like virtual for a while mm-hmm. and like pandemic and trying to be safe. So like, I totally understood that, but like, I've always viewed you as being pretty flexible and just. It's a lot to try was, to take in. I was not that way for a long no? time. Okay. Okay. And I'm unashamed of like my diagnosis. Sure. Of yeah, like, own it. Of like depression and anxiety and mm-hmm. OCD. Mm-hmm. And I think that's another thing like the stigma with that is so rough. Mm-hmm. But I think if you realize you have those things and try to not work through it, but work with it. Mm, okay. Talk to me more about that. So. What do you mean by that? You know, you have one of those days where you don't want to get out of bed and you're like, okay, I'm going to get out of bed in 10 minutes. Mm -hmm. I'll be 10 minutes late to class, but at least I went to class. Mm -hmm. So it's it's sort of like that. Mm -hmm. You know, you work with it, not against it, not get rid of it, just with it Mm because you have it. It's just working with it. And you work with someone as well. Oh, yeah. I have a therapist and a psychiatrist. Okay. So. So. Realizing that you're not alone when trying to navigate these things. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Me and my therapist go through this all the time. She's like, okay, so what can you do mm-hmm. to work with it mm-hmm. instead of against it? And that took years. Yeah, of course. Students come up with all kinds of different things when they come in. Like we all come in with like our own things we're either working through or things that even happen to us while you're being a college student. Right. Mm-hmm. And then navigating that makes total sense. And I think your advice is really spot on of like working with it which is huge so thank you for sharing that mm-hmm. and then also knowing you're not alone when working through something like knowing that like 
hey, I don't 100% know all these things. Like, let me talk to a professional. Makes total sense. Yeah, like I said, like you're saying, like you're not alone. Like if you have a diagnosis, especially a mental one, mm-hmm. I'm here. I'm mm-hmm. doing it. I'm, mm-hmm. you got this, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes you just need to hear that. For sure. Thank you. To end on, what would you tell others who are maybe thinking about starting, coming to community college, and they're like, eh, like I'm not sure, or like coming to LCC, and they're like, I, I don't know. This is not like a plug to sell the school, but like, what would you tell someone that was kind of maybe on the fence about coming here or not? So I actually know someone that's kind of on the fence. So the first thing I told them was like, just try it. Mm-hmm. You know, they're they're over 25, so there's that program. Michigan Reconnect. Yep. 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 So I'm like, just try a semester. If you you don't like it, you can mm-hmm. just, you can go, like you can go back and do what you were doing, mm-hmm. but you got to give it a shot. When I was graduating high school, I told my parents, I was like, or my dad, I was like, I'm not going to college. Screw mm-hmm. that. I'm mm-hmm. not going. Mm-hmm. And then um, I think I, I just like woke up one morning and I'm like, I got to go to college. <laughs> oh no my college timer went off I gotta go see you guys later so I signed up and then like when I got accepted I told my dad he's like I thought you weren't going to college and I'm like no I am I am now I'm officially an LCC student take that dad (laughs) (laughs) I'm gonna be college dar yep (laughs) (laughs) so just try it out yeah absolutely that's that was my mindset like when I woke up I'm like oh shoot I gotta try this I was inspired by one of my instructors actually at the Wilson Talent Center mm-hmm. that used to be the Career Center. He was working full time and taking LCC classes. Really? And he's like, well, just try it, you know, mm-hmm. even if you don't go into the automotive field, because mm-hmm. I was going for automotive at mm-hmm. that point. He's like, just try to get your gen eds and just just go do it mm-hmm. and meet people and do it, do it. Yeah. Your friend that you said... Like, you don't need to out their name or anything, right? Mm-hmm. Keep keep it secret, right? Have they tried or are they going to sign up or? Uh, they're still on the fence. So okay. they haven't okay. yet. Okay. But we definitely talked and I was like, you should just go for it. They have the program mm-hmm. that will pay for most of it. Mm-hmm. And it won't cost you too much, especially mm-hmm. if you're working. Yeah. So like, just go for it. Anything you want to leave people with? Like any of the things that you've talked about? We talked about a lot of stuff today. Mm-hmm. Um Things that you're like, you know, I really want people to understand this or this is what meant a lot to me that I want people to remember. You're not alone in this. Starting college can be really scary because you're kind of on your own with some things. Mm -hmm. I know community college can be like a little half step towards like a whole university. Mm -hmm. But um, even that, that half step is really scary and you just take it one day at a time and you you just keep doing what you're doing. Awesome. You're not alone. You're not. We got we got you. We're here for you. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Well, thanks so much, Dar. Mm-hmm. Thank you for taking time out of your day to listen to the success scenario. You can listen to this episode and past episodes anytime online at lccconnect.org. The success scenario is a program dedicated to inspiring students towards a path of success. I'm Dustin Abrego, and if you're a current LCC student with a great story to share or know someone with a story to share, connect with me on Twitter or at LinkedIn at Dustin Abrego, A-B-R-E-G-O. Until next time, success starts with you.